Uh, I'm really of the opinion I like I'll let them burn if they're not motivated. Welcome everybody to Tutor Challenges. It's not a problem, it's a challenge. everybody and welcome to Tutor Challenges. First we're going to introduce our co-host. Please introduce yourselves. Hello everybody, my name is Sebastian Peters, currently a fourth year bachelor's and computer science student and happy to be here. Hello everyone, my name is Stan Wessel. I'm a second year master's student in mathematics and computer science. I have been a tutor in bachelor courses, first year and second year bachelor courses. Also very excited to be here, my first podcast. Okay. So I am Isabella Koymans, and I am also a student at the TUE, as both of these guys, and I study the Master Embedded Systems. So what will this podcast be about? I guess it will be just this, three awkward people talking about things that they're interested in. <laughs> no, but I guess in particular, we will just be primarily talking about what's it like being a tutor. Uh, a lot also about challenge-based learning and everything else surrounding it. Currently, design-based learning, but uh, that might be changing in the future. Or it might have already happening, depending on how many years this material will be used. And I guess that we would just talk a lot about our own opinions and how we view everything. And also, you will not only be hearing the three of us. We hopefully also uh, have some guests in the upcoming episodes and talk about their experiences uh, in tutoring and in challenge-based learning. Yeah, you might have experienced that you were a tutor before and you were the only guidance you had was from a professor or something else. So you would actually like to change that and give our perspectives as tutors to you. So what do we want to achieve in this podcast? Well, why was it born? I guess that is quite interesting. I'm like, yeah, why did we start doing this podcast altogether? That's a really interesting story. Yes. It all started in a summer day. <laughs> we had to write a guide for fellow tutors. And we came up with the fun idea of starting a podcast called Challenge Based Listening. However, uh, we just thought it was like a fun idea, just a joke, you know. So we said it to the professor who was guiding us through this guide for fellow tutors and he was so enthusiastic that they that he said like okay we should do this and now yeah now we're here awkwardly recording our first podcast i i guess that the guiding aspect is a bit crucial here um or at least it is for me because one thing that i personally really hope and what i would be really happy with if we sort of can give guidance to new tutors out there who are like struggling to find their own way and then suddenly like realize that there are many different tutors out there with many different like ways of how to approach the entire tutorship in general and i kind of feel like a free roller with this because like my god from all of the past like the talks that we had um especially like stan and you two as well have like wonderful opinions on this so i would be like actually oddly enough even though i'm making this one i'm really listening forward to like listening like in real time to you guys opinions yeah i just wanted, wanted to add that this is a very much opinionated uh, we're all uh, sharing our own experiences and we're also well, curious for experiences of other people so we're trying to give maybe a bit of an overview of all kinds of approaches and and things that we have encountered in these courses with 
chance-based learning. This is uh, in no way some kind of lecture that you should listen to and learn about all the things that you should know, becoming a tutor, but more like some kind of inspiration for you to uh, maybe get started or get some ideas on uh, how to improve yourself. When I started, I didn't know where to start or what was expected of me. You, you basically was on your own and you had to put your own goals out there for yourself. And that's a really big step. And then you are trying to be the best tutor you can. Or at least I am trying to be the best tutor I can. Some can do it for the money. You don't know. <laughs> I mean, it, do, it does pay and it is fun. But these are all subjects that we would like to talk about. Like what motivates a tutor or what motivates you to be a tutor? And what do you want to be as a tutor? So what other subjects could we possibly talk about? I mean, there are so many. Well, I for one would be really interested in talking about how you would, for instance, motivate your students. And also to what extent are you actually responsible maybe as a tutor for getting some kind of group mindset, creating some kind of a fun atmosphere because it's also some kind of a group project that you're doing. And well, your students are working together for some time. So yeah, you also want to get the most out of this experience and the most learning from them. And I guess uh, for me, that really works when you're motivated to work on, on the project. So uh, that's something that I would really like to investigate in coming episodes. Yeah, that's a really big difference. Like, are you part of the students? Are you like one with the students in a group? Or are you actually above it? There's a whole different set of tutors. I mostly look at myself as someone who stands above the students, but there are also tutors like Stan who thinks like, I'm part of this group and we're going to make it. It's quite funny because in one way, it kind of feels almost philosophical on like, how do you approach, like which educational approach are you going to take? And... I believe that there will be just like so many interesting thoughts coming up in the coming episodes that I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I also like hope that this will be like a bit broadening. So for example, I'm actually quite curious about, for example, what would professors think about their tutors? So I'm kind of curious as like this is like a pilot episode and it will be opinionated. I'm kind of curious on like what are the favorite topics that you guys are looking forward to? Yeah, I would like to see a path from where you start as a student experiencing a tutor and then becoming a tutor yourself and what kind of struggles comes with that. Because when you're first a tutor, you don't have much guidance. Maybe this podcast will be your guidance, I hope so. But for me, there was almost no guidance and you had to find out for yourself and find your own way in it. And I think that makes every tutor kind of unique, which is really nice. Yeah, for me, it would be more on the professional development side. And it is both for the tutor as well as the students you're tutoring. So in these projects, these these chance-based learning courses that we're talking about, you always have some kind of subject-specific knowledge that you are trying to convey in these courses. But there's also a large part related to professional development, uh, self-reflection, conducting meetings, uh, writing skills, presentation skills, these kind of things. And as a tutor, you're the, the first person to actually see this development and help the students with this to the best of your knowledge. And I think it's really interesting to see the different approaches of tutors in this regard. And also to recognize that you also grow yourself uh, as a tutor in these skills, I think, by teaching them. Mm -hmm. 
I think that self-reflection as a tutor then might be one of the most important skills that you can develop, especially as you pointed out, like that you're the first point of contact that actually places a lot of responsibility for smoothing everything out within a course. Yes, and you should not only like your students should self-reflect on themselves, but you should also be part of that process and reflect on yourself and see if the students have some thing to say about you, like oh, I like this about how you're helping us, or maybe you can try this. I mean, you are also still in the learning process of being a tutor. Asking your students what they think is not something that would make you less of a tutor. If anything, I think it would make you a better tutor. I would like to see more creative ways in how tutoring can be done and get inspired by it myself as well. Because talking to you guys, I noticed that it is there's no one way of tutoring. There is no guideline of how you should tutor. And you can do a lot with your students, but you can also be very absent. There are very many ways on how to be involved with your students. Hmm. Yeah, and it also takes a bit of like, courage almost to like constantly try and do all of these different new things that you want to try out which you feel like would help the group improve in any kind of different way um, and i think that just looking at everybody else doing it just gives you that little nudge to finally be able to do it yourself uh, that was definitely one thing that i noticed when i started hanging around with you guys on like oh wow you're actually allowed to do all of these things uh, and that was a really enlightening for me. Yes. Yeah. It inspires a lot talking to you guys and thinking of how can I help my group? And every group is very different from each other. That's also something that I would like to talk about. Because I had a group which was really tied together and was having fun. And I also had a group which was really demotivating and didn't do much together and tried to stay as much as out of each other's way. So there's a lot of different groups and every group has their own approach that you can take on them. <laughs> well, I have my personal hidden agenda as in I really want to talk about responsibility because when I was tutoring, especially in the beginning, this was like the thing that freaked me out like so much because nobody really tells you what to do. And especially if you do it salaried and you're like representing university suddenly, like that freaked me out. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I like one hand is fine and okay to do like, oh, I would just be chill about this and it can't go wrong. But on the other hand, it's like, well, fuck, I'm like, Am I just going to like disadvantage my students by doing this? Because I have no clue what I'm doing in the beginning. Yeah, I think for me personally, I worried about that, but maybe not so much. And I think in retrospect, it's maybe because I started out in a very small DBL where we just had two tutors and I think four or five groups. The The course staff was very accessible and uh, also, well, it gave you the feeling that, well, it would be all right, uh, <laughs> no matter what you do. And um, when I tell them something that when actually was not the same vision as the course staff and that would possibly negatively affect the grade, then I would just say that I was the person <laughs> that told them to do that. And then, well, hopefully they uh, weren't 
punished for that then. But yeah, usually it's not really, uh, yeah, you really don't have a lot of influence. For me, it was that the year that I started, the whole course changed with what they needed to use. For me, they had to use a whole lot of other hardware and software, and I didn't have any experience of that. So for me, the technical information was lacking. So when people were asking me questions, I was like, yeah, you have to search yourself or ask other students, get through that yourself. And then I felt like I was lagging my students because I didn't have the technical knowledge for it. Yeah. And especially, it feels so bad not being able to beat a drill guard because it's fine if you if they just come with something that uh, where they're like, hey, I can't figure this out. And that you're like, oh, just go and figure this out. You should be able to do this. But if you don't even know if you can realistically expect that from your students, then it becomes like suddenly be a very icky feeling. Because it's also funny because... One of the opinions that I changed the most on, or at least like something that I heard a lot, was as a good tutor, you should be able to tutor any group, regardless if you have technical know-how. But that feels so contradictory to those experiences. I know. Students kind of expect you to have technical knowledge. But as a tutor, you are thinking about their professional skills or if they are motivated and if the group is going well, etc., so your view on a project is a lot different on how they feel like they can use you for the project. And also in the end, I think that the students themselves are perfectly capable of judging whether they are on track and what they are doing and if it is right. And if they are really having any doubts about this, then they will reach out to the course staff or you can redirect them to the course staff. And I think that in general, this well generally works out automatically for some reason. I'm not really sure why that is. But, well, the project never really derailed on the technical side, in my experience. And of course, it's hard because they want you to be this person that tells them what, what to do. So they want to take advantage of you in, in that sense, uh, which is perfectly fine and normal, I, uh, I think. But you shouldn't let them because it's their projects and they should finish it. And it's not your responsibility. It all goes back again to to what extent are you responsible for your students? To what level do you intervene in the project? What you do say, what you maybe explicitly do not say uh, or help them with. I think there is a, a healthy balance somewhere in there. Well, there should be. And it's up to you to find a balance for yourself. Because it's also part of yourself. Like, what do I feel myself responsible for? It's not only what you are responsible for. I mean, legally, where you are responsible for. Or what is put on you via the professor or something. But also, it's also about what your own expectations are. And what you feel like you are responsible for. Because in the first year, I felt like I was responsible for their motivation. Which sometimes isn't the case. So, it's a lot of... Different things about responsibility. Yeah, personally, I do think that at least in some way, I'm kind of there to also motivate the students in some sense. And this is something that, uh, well, I know that not all of you agree on, which is okay. It's just a different perspective. And I, I think that that's also interesting. Then you didn't have my students yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm really of the opinion. I'll, like, I'll let them burn if they're not motivated. 
Although that becomes really hard if you like have a couple of really motivated students, which are like, oh yeah, go on. And then you have like the last part of the group, which just doesn't want to do anything. And then it just becomes a giant mess. And then you just like feel sorry for that one person. Because we've all been in like those groups where it's like, I really like this course, but then the rest is doing jack up shit. And it's like, ah, it's just the worst. It's also hard if you if you do try to motivate them because it, it doesn't always work. And what do you do if someone gets left behind? Or in a different case, what if someone is really pulling all the work and pulling the whole group forward and essentially not letting anyone else do some serious work? You can hear that he has a lot of experience with this. <laughs> yeah, but I don't, do not necessarily have an answer to this. It's, it's really hard to, uh, to, to maybe do something about this if you actually can do something about it at all. Sometimes it just doesn't work. And in the end, um, it is their responsibility. It's their project. You cannot force them to to be motivated or you cannot force them to, to actually work or work less. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would never motivate a student to work less. Uh, yeah, I thought I never would. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's also interesting to look at, like, we have ourselves feel some, com- some responsibility, but what does a professor feel like that we are responsible for like what is the view of a professor on what we have to do or what they expect from us do they expect us to have a lot of technical knowledge or to motivate the students or to keep track of their professional skills and maybe even to to guide them in their professional skills or to be a guidance in scrum meetings I wouldn't be surprised if it would be just kind of like reflecting the same opinions as tutors would have. Because it, I can totally expect a professor being like, oh, tutors are just there to be a line of contact in case something goes wrong and they don't really do anything else. Um, there must be some professors out there who would think like that. At least I think like that over my, about my own tutoring. Yeah, so I feel like there's also a difference in professors and what they expect. Yeah, I think it also would be different for different subjects. Also, in the sense, how many students are there and how many groups a professor needs to supervise or be responsible for in the end. Because, yeah, when you have a very large course, then you might need to let go of, of some control a bit more and uh, let the, the student assistants be more responsible for some things. And how do you do that? And are you comfortable with doing that? What would also be interesting is maybe talking to a professor who has experience with tutoring. Like he would be on his own tutoring all the groups of a course. Because he has years of experience that would be interesting to talk to. And see how different his opinions are or her opinions are compared to ours. That's something that I would like to see like... Maybe they see themselves only as someone who says, oh, this is good, or only give feedback and give some knowledge, but that's it. And we see ourselves as maybe more to also motivate the students, etc. So I would think that would be a very interesting subject to dive more into. I guess we will see in the next coming episodes. So are you a professor who might be interested in joining our podcast? Please contact us. Or if you are a student who has run into problems with their tutor, or are you a tutor who experiencing some challenges that the group is giving you, then don't hesitate to contact us. We would be happily talking about any subject with tutoring. 
And uh, well, hopefully you can listen to us many more times about a lot of different challenges in our next episodes. Thank you for listening. It would be all right, uh, <laughs> no matter what you do. Until next time.